Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code REDBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com. to another episode of Lisa Hendy and Friends. Joining me again this week on the podcast is another awesome husband and wife team. We've got with us today Soren and Ever Johnson, who are um, proud parents of five children and the founders of a nonprofit entity called Trinity House Community and Trinity House Cafe. Their mission is to inspire families to live together with God, make their homes a little taste of heaven to share with others for the renewal of faith and culture. Soren was formerly the director of evangelization for the Diocese of Arlington in Virginia and his writing has appeared in lots of great places such as the Washington Post, Columbia, and the Arlington Catholic Herald. Ever formerly served as research assistant to George Weigel. You may have heard of him before. And she's been published in Magnificat. And they both hold masters in theology and join us today to talk about Trinity House Community. Welcome to the show, Soren and Ever Johnson. Thanks so much, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Really a treat. We were introduced by a, a mutual friend who I greatly respect. And so I'm really excited to learn more about Trinity House. I guess I want to ask, first of all, though, and I'll ask, I'll ask ever, um, when I interview married couples, I love to little, know a little bit more about kind of how you guys met and where you find yourselves in your faith journey and your marriage right now. Oh, great question. Thank you so much for asking. Um, we actually met in Krakow, Poland. Um, at a Catholic social teaching seminar. I was um, working, that was a, it's a seminar that's put on by the think tank that I was working at. And Soren was one of the students who came uh, during the Jubilee year in 2000. So that's where we met and fell in love right away in the romantic uh, city of Krakow. So our faith journey, wow, that's a, a long and varied question. Let me see. Where do we find ourselves in it right now? It's interesting. It's um, we. I was just saying to my sister the other day. I think I'm coming off of 18 years of being under duress, and I'm not sure what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we've we have five kids, and the youngest is now eight. And so everyone, you know, they don't fully take care of themselves, obviously. But no one's about to die if they fall down the stairs or. You know, so a lot of that stress has lifted. And also this is um, we've been running the cafe in Leesburg for I guess it's five and a half. Well, we're coming up on the six year anniversary of having first signed the lease and worked on the build out. So having the cafe temporary temporarily closed during covid and just working on the nonprofit is it's just so different. So I feel like we're in this moment in our faith journey where we can look back and say, 
Wow. Thank you, Lord, for getting us through that. And uh, we're excited about sort of a a new life um, ahead in terms of um, we have a new assistant manager at the cafe and more work now to do for the nonprofit, whereas we had worked for the cafe a lot in the past five years. So I don't know. It's a lot of kind of practical life coming together with spiritual life and feeling grateful, looking back and and hopeful about God continuing to work in our lives in the future. That's so beautiful. Soren, I'm kind of curious about, um, you know, what t- caused you both to take the leap into what you're doing when you created the community and exactly what is the community for somebody who's never heard of it before? Sure. Well, we um, knew actually within weeks of meeting one another back in 2000 that we wanted to do ministry together. And uh, it took us a little while, six years or five years after we got married before we founded the nonprofit. Um, But, you know, we weren't at a point yet where we could take it full time. I think over the years, Uh, The Lord has just kind of laid it on our hearts. Um, We think often of St. John Paul II's note about uh, the future of humanity passes by way of the family. We, We love family life. We love encouraging other families, other parents. We see how critical a moment this is in our culture. And we, um, after a lot of prayer, decided let's go all in let's try to make this work together and um so we as of last year both went full-time with the nonprofit. and tell us a little bit more about the blueprint of the community sure trinity house community as you mentioned is really um focused on inspiring families to live together with god making their homes a little taste of heaven to share with others for the renewal of faith and culture. So the blueprint really goes back to the Holy Trinity. The blueprint takes us back to we're made in the image of God. This Imago Dei is the Imago Trinitatis. We are made in God's image. Far from being just a doctrine that kind of sits up on a shelf, families are actually beautiful icons of the Trinity, this kind of interpersonal love, living for others, um, mutuality, self-gift, creativity, bondedness, blessing. And we really feel like if families can make this leap and understand how they reflect the Trinity, uh, they can make a huge step forward in their life of faith, in their home, in their confidence, in passing on the faith and their their confidence in living it in the community. Now, Ever, I know that you provide so many great resources, and I I was spending some time on the website taking a look at things just to kind of get a sense of, you know, what this might look like. But what are some of the initial baby steps for a family that, I mean, let's face it, right now we've been with our families a whole lot in the last few months, and some of us are not feeling uh, overly, you know, um, settled. But what are some baby steps to start living this type of a lifestyle? 
Uh, well, if we were together, I would show you our flow chart. <laughs> we have a, um, a flow chart that we uh, pass out in our workshops, our Heaven in Your Home workshops. And it kind of gives um, some very practical steps that you can take. And uh, one thing on the flow chart is what we call cornerstone activities. So for each of the five levels of a Trinity house, um, we suggest just one activity to start building out that level. So in the, um, of course, the basis of your Trinity house is your faith life and the cornerstone activity for faith life is just keep the Sabbath holy. And um, kind of with the idea, if you, if you do this, it is going to lead to development in faith life and to opening up all the different aspects of your faith life. And then um, the second level is person and relationships, and it has to do with developing the marriage and the children and developing gifts and learning how to communicate with each other. And the suggested cornerstone activity for that level is date night. So um, just being together with your spouse once a week to build up the marriage as the basis for healthy people and relationships in the family. And then, um, so you go on through the levels, household economy is the third level and it has what we call the life meeting as the cornerstone activity where you get together with your spouse once a week to go over practical details about running your household. So not date night where you're kind of working on the relationship and communication, but just, you know, going over the scheduling and finances and things like that. And then family culture is level four and the cornerstone activity is the family meal. And then level five is hospitality and service. And we call the cornerstone activity there one outreach, which is just having one thing, even as far in the future as possible on your calendar where you're doing some sort of hosting or service activity with your family. Even just saying, well, Christmas is coming up. So we're gonna have our extended family members over to our house uh, for Christmas Eve or something like that. But of course it could go all the way to, you know, our family is making a meal at the homeless shelter once a month, or, you know, just depending on what you feel up for, just having that one outreach on your calendar. So those are the baby steps, the five cornerstone activities. I love that. And I love that it seems like it's not, you know, um, anything that's too, too difficult for anybody to do. Now, Soren, I know that um, you're working, you know, through your community locally, but also, um, you know, doing outreach all over the country. What are you hearing from families that are sort of, of adopted this type of living? Um, and what is it? How has it changed their lives? Sure, we um, have been blessed to give the workshop a number of times already since we launched it late last year. And we're hearing from families who have gone through the workshop that they, they really gravitate to the practical advice, the concrete steps. Um, we focus on one part of the workshop is kind of, we call it welcome, listen, serve, that you as a parent are just you can reflect the Trinity in a beautiful way by welcoming others um, like God the Father does by listening as the Holy Spirit is listening to us in such a beautiful way and serving as Jesus served us in his life, death and res resurrection. And so 
I think we hear a lot from those who go through the workshop that welcome, listen, serve is a um, practical piece of advice that has really blessed their family life. And we hear so many of them say that um, they were able to kind of make the connection for the first time between God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and day-to-day family life. And a lot of people have different favorites. I mean, some have really reinvigorated their family meals. Others have gotten serious about date nights and are just having a moment of renewal in their marriage. Others never did life meetings and suddenly they're getting more organized. So it's really wonderful to hear just how people take this into their daily life. We've heard a lot of people say, oh, this workshop was so interesting because it spans all the aspects of the Christian household. And we can just see where there are things that we're good at and where there are things that we need to step up our game on. Yeah. So a lot a lot of people said it's just a good layout to give you a comprehensive um, review of what you're doing right and what you can do better on. Yeah, it sounds so I'm I'm kind of curious ever um, for people who may be listening to this and thinking, well, I'd love to live that way, but my husband or my wife would never buy into this. What are what are some of the obstacles that you're hearing that families have to overcome to live in a Trinity um, household kind of community? Well, I mean, such a good question. And people always say um, bring that up as a question in the workshop. So we have little Q&A sessions between the talks and that is consistently um, people really struggle with not being on the same page. So um, the main, the thing that I always come back to on the Trinity House, and this is the case for us, so I just say this so naturally, it's a such a big project. It's a lifetime project. And we have this tension between this dream or this vision for what we would love to be the full reality on the ground. And then, you know, we have to put that in the balance with our fallen human nature and our tendency to do the wrong thing. And the fact that we're starting from a very imperfect spot and we have to just build in a lot of acceptance of ourselves and our situation you don't want to let go of your grand vision and your ideals, but you have to accept where you are and understand, oh, this is a lifetime project. I have to be patient with myself and with my spouse. And we always you know, say in the workshop, everything starts in level one and with your faith life. And even if there's only one spouse who has a faith life, that's the beginning of a Trinity house. So if you're going to take it right down to the bare bones, it's in the Eucharist where you receive interpersonal communion, God's own interpersonal communion from him through Mary's yes, through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. You receive the life of the Trinity in that Eucharist. And if you can be there in union with God and pray that your spouse will open up and um, start to work with you at a deeper level to get things right in the home and with the family, you're, you're going to get there. It's, it's just, it's a process like everything in life and you you start somewhere and you move forward and just don't be too frustrated about what a big vision it is. 
I love that answer. It kind of occurs to me too that there um, may be components of this that you don't even have to be like an overtly religious person to participate in, like running a family, having that family um, meeting. You know, that's not something that has to even be very, um, very religious and in orientation. I'm sure that that's the ideal, but um, might be a baby step to getting there. Soren, could you kind of let us know for anybody who's listening that kind of wants to investigate more about this, how they should get started in and how the website and your other resources like an upcoming video conference can be um, helpful to them? Sure. On our website, trinityhousecommunity.org, we have um, a sign-up area where people can join our weekly Heaven in Your Home letters. This is where Ever and I really reflect on our own experience as parents on our own Trinity house, our own home in which we have invited the Lord to dwell. And we um, go through the different levels each month. Um, first month, first week of the month, we look at faith life, second week, person in relationships, etc. So I think uh, I would point people to that kind of way to be equipped and encouraged and inspired on a weekly basis. And also on the website, we have our workshop live stream schedule which we're always updating and uh, ways to get involved there and of course if anyone's in or near leesburg northern virginia we would love to host you at trinity house cafe well count on me to be there as soon as i I get over to virginia anytime soon i want to give ever the last word ever are there kind of any closing thoughts that you'd like to share with anybody who might be out there listening yes let's see um what's a good closing thought i think um just god is so happy in himself and that you're thinking about him and how to come into union with him and how to bring your family into uh, a greater faithfulness to his likeness and his image. And just, just to think about the happiness of heaven and of God at your even considering turning your home into a Trinity house is um, just it's, it's very motivating. I mean, we want to be happy. We want to live out a little taste of heaven on earth and just just think about God's happiness and bringing your family into that. I think it's something that we all want. Thank you so much to both of you for your time today and for this beautiful mission that you're sharing with so many. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. We really appreciate your time. Well, friends, that is it for this week's episode of Lisa Hendy and Friends. We're going to have links to Trinity House Community and TrinityHouseCafe.com. That Trinity House Community is actually TrinityHouseCommunity.org. Don't worry, though. We'll have those links in our show notes. You can find all that information, plus our past episodes and my contact information, too, at my website, LisaHendy.com. If this show has been a gift to you today, please use that share button and share it with a friend and leave us a review just to let us um, continue to improve the podcast so grateful as always for the gift of your friendship i hope you have an awesome day god bless
Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.app. Dot app slash breadbox.